y'all can't be here. Here was the Buju song, man. This is this is the song with Buju on it. You know, this one was cool too, though. And they threw the king of features in there, Ty Dolla Sign. You know, to balance it out. I'm like, this album had everything. I feel like they really handpicked the features. Nice. Yeah. This is wild. <laughs> there was not a time where I heard somebody on the song and I was like, why did they put them on this song? It was right. perfect. Everything was perfect. Man. We're switching it up this week. We're switching it up. This week, we're going to be more interactive with y'all, you know? The newest episode. A new era. The play-by-play analysis podcast. Your boy, Devin Nashville. The one and only musical inspiration genius, whatever you want to call her. Low Key. That's L-O-W-E. Key. She got the she got the keys, bro. She got all of them. You know, we're gonna turn that down. Come on, falsettos. Right. And these that and these niggas can really sing. Yeah, he can really sing. You know? And then of course Ty. Yeah. Keep that same energy. We always keep an energy the same around here. We don't own the copyrights. We don't own them. We're just playing the music. We gotta get to Bougie's part. That man gotta hurry up. Man. Yeah, man. Hey, hey. Hey. I'm a clown, bro. I'm a clown. <laughs> what was your favorite song off of it? Was it? Was it? It was probably um. What's that, John? Pray for you. Yeah, that was the intro, I think. I think this bougie. Come make I love your fingers through your ear. Listen me, you'll be safe. There is danger everywhere. One is still single. Let's be a fear. Man, shout out to the greatest country. I'm not from Jamaica, but I love Jamaica. I've never been, but I want to go. This man Boozoo spitting. I didn't even know he was signed to Rock Nation. Yeah, Jay Z got everybody, man. <laughs> you know, Jay Z is Giannis. I don't know. I don't think Jay Cole is still under that. I think he's just Dreamville now, but yeah. Yeah. But we can jump into it. You know, that was a hell of an intro, but we're here. A new episode of a play by play analysis podcast. It's Devin Nashby, SKA Play by Play. If you know, you know. If you don't know, don't worry about it. Low key is back. Another hey. episode. Three is the charm because you know three is a great three number. Three episodes. You know three of them. Three of them. She's been on three episodes now. You know. Um. You know what? What you been up to though these days? What you been up to? Um, I'm recently doing a um like a self care schedule. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm trying to um, occupy my mind and my body for real. Like, trying to, like, we have um, meditation Mondays and then we work out on Wednesdays. Like, I do with, like, my friends or whatever. And then on Saturdays, we try to do something creative. Like, we do, like, a poetry workshop or, like, trying to do a, um, you know, write a song or something. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just trying to keep myself on that schedule. Because I feel like when we're at home, we kind of get lost like we lose track of the days and then we just feel like we're doing the same thing all the time so it's great to put yourself on a schedule i mean even kids need to put themselves on a schedule like when you think about it so they don't get cranky it's like we're the same way so i'm just doing that in class you know i feel that i feel that this week in music we had some new stuff that came out, especially in the R&B department, Division. This was long awaited and they'd been kind of dropping hints for it and dropping snippets online and stuff. But Amusing Her Feelings, the completed project, came out April 17th. And it was one hell of a project. I'm going to just put it out there. It was, it was a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. And I give R&B a hard time these days like everybody sees my tweets and people be calling me out on it but i i th- th- those those men did what they had to do they did what they yeah. had to do and my thing is i um i went into this not having any expectations because i didn't know who they were at first um my whole thing was i thought Div- i thought their name was dvsn and that's what i would always call them whenever yeah. i'd hear the name and I kind of knew they were associated with Drake. That's the only thing I really knew about them. And then I thought it was one person, obviously, it's two. And really good at what they did. You know, I don't know. What, you, what were your thoughts on it? Um, It was good. I Just like you, I had no expectations when I was listening to the album. And then um, I know Division from, like, like a couple, like a couple years ago where they came out with, like, Too Deep. And Too Deep is, like, my my song, for real. And I think I checked out their last project. Um, I forgot what it's called, but I definitely checked it out, like, once or twice. But I was, like, I was just waiting for them to blow up, honestly, because I feel like they're pretty underrated. And even though they're signed to OVO, they're not really talked about as much as, like, Party Next Door or, like, I don't know. Like, anybody else signed on OVO. Right. But um, when I listened to it, it was, like, it was pretty much a vibe. I feel like if we do have a summer, if we end up having a summer, like, most of the songs on there will probably be a go-to for a good playlist. Like, it was really nice. The features were placed very amazing. Like, I don't know. Like, the features were amazing, but the way they placed them, it's like everybody fit on that song. Like, even the the pop can song or uh, the one you were just playing, Dangerous, mm-hmm. like everybody just fit so well, perfectly, and I liked all the beat selections. Nothing was really repetitive. It was different types of flavors, different types of cultures that were mixed in. Right. And I liked the song also with um, Jesse Reyes when he was uh, doing a duet with her. Like it was just amazing all around. That album was just everything about it was great. Everything about it, and like you said, there was a little bit of everything. You know, you had the 
I miss my ex ballads, which is pretty much all of it. But I'm like, you know, you had the the, the regular R and B. They threw my man's Bougie Blanton on the track, bro. <laughs> you know, they threw Popcon on there. So you so you got like the the Toronto Caribbean stuff in there that you you know that is like a OVO trademark. Isn't he signed to Drake now or something? Or am I confusing? Yeah, he signed to OVO like. Yeah, Last year, he put an album out, which it wasn't that great, but I'm going to give him a pass because he makes good music, but that last album wasn't hitting. But this was good, you know? This was, the, he did what he had to do, you know? This man. You know, they, they did what they had to do on this, though. Oh, but yeah, it's like I just like they, they, I love everything that they did with this. You know, it was it was a nice change of pace. This is what I thought Party Next Door's album would sound like. Was this was this project? I was that's what I thought we were getting with him, but we got it with this. So and his project his project was pretty good too. Yeah. but it wasn't like. I don't know. I'm not going to compare these two, but I definitely like Divisions way more. Yeah. Party Next Door was a little, uh, his album was a little too slow for me at times, but mm -hmm. um, some of the tracks, like, are really great, like, Believe It and Loyal. Yeah, those were good. And for DVSN, I feel like my favorite, besides the Popcorn one, my favorite was that last track with Chantel May on it. Mm. I think it's called Show Me The Way. That, yeah, I like that one too. It felt like these men, these men went with like some 80s, some 90s, you know, the modern day sound. They threw it all in there, and that that song was phenomenal, like really phenomenal. So, shout out to them. Probably the best our project of the year so far. You know, we're only a quarter in, obviously, but the best R and B track for sure. Yeah, as far as yeah, you know. But it really was like I was really sitting here listening. I'm like, yo, there was not one miss, not a single miss. These people did what they had to do, and now I might have to go back and look at some of their other projects just because of this track because it was different. <laughs> Know some other people put some music out this week. Uh, Man's the baby came out with a project um, called "Blame It on Baby," and in true coronavirus spirit, he um, the, the the cover art was him with a mask on, which mm -hmm. is he definitely knows how to market himself. Yeah, definitely knows. And you know, I heard a lot of like bad reviews of it, but I decided, hey, let me go listen to it on my own. And for my own opinions. <laughs> for my own opinions, you know. And it was it was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. It had some good stuff on there, but I mean some some misses, some hits, obviously. There was but it was it was better than what I was hearing. I'll just say it like that. Like people really don't like the fact I mean, it's funny because people wanted him to switch up his flow and he did. And now people are like, Oh no, he shouldn't have done that. I'm like, but 
at the same time, I feel like the album wasn't necessarily trash. I just think that it's his worst project, you know, so far. Like, you know what I'm saying? He had, he had amazing projects in the past, even when he was a baby Jesus. Like, he had he always had amazing projects. Mm-hmm. I think the thing with him is, like, I know he can market himself very well, but he needs to test how lo- how loyal his fan base is by letting people sit with his music. Like, he needs to take some type of break in between projects. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's able to, because I know he is signed. I think he's signed to Interscope or something, and he has his own labels. So I don't know if there's, like, some type of pressure to keep up this momentum, but he definitely needs to take a break and grow as an artist and just, like... And it's not that he's trash or anything. It's not that, like, he still doesn't have it. I mean, he's still charismatic and all that other stuff. I just feel like this project was rushed. Even the production quality for me sounded a little different. Like, he just needed to take some time. Like, mm-hmm. I want to hear new stuff. Like, I'm... You know, like, I don't yeah. know if he... If he, um just dropped it because he felt like people just want to hear his new stuff again or what the case was. But I personally didn't really like this project. Mm-hmm. It was like a seven out of 10 for me. Like it wasn't terrible, but it was, it was like, it could have been better, bro. I yeah, felt seven like seven out of 10 is good. Time. Yeah. Seven out of 10 is fair. That's what I probably would have given it. You know, it, um, and yeah, no, there were some jokes. I saw some jokes like, yo, is this man trying to get out of a deal? Like, the way he's been uh, dropping uh, tracks behind one on top of the other. But um, yeah, and then there there were a few times where he was trying to sing, and it's just like, oh, oh, all right. But no, like I said, there were some good things on there. Like um, the song he did with Ashanti and with um, Megan the Stallion. That one was good. I like that one. The one he did with Roddy Rich was pretty decent. I was gonna say Rocks yeah, Rockstar was pretty good. You know. Um There was one that I liked. I can't even there was another it, it, I only liked Rockstar, the one with Roddy Rich and um it was some other song. I think it had uh Who was on it? Was it Quavo or something? I can't even yeah, remember. Yeah, Quavo was on one. What's that joint where he was kind of singing, but he was singing with some autotune? Um, shoot, what was the name of it? I'm I'm blanking, but I know which one you're talking about. He did like. Or was it with a boogie? I think it was the one with a boogie that uh, I liked from there. Yeah, that one was cool, and then you know he had his trademark sounds too. Like he did one with Future. Um, you know he did some stuff regular, but he was also. He was definitely trying some new things out with this one. For and, sure. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see moving forward, like, if he does, in fact, take a break. Because it seemed like a lot of artists rarely do get that chance nowadays. But, like, if he does take a break, if he does kind of stick with his experimentation, like, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what he does. Because I actually do... I I give a lot of people a hard time about a lot of stuff. Now that I think about it, like whether it's R and B, rap, like I just be giving people hard times, you know. And it's not on purpose. It's just like you know I am kind of picky with my music taste. I mean, we we all I hope we all are, but 
yeah, he's one of the few out here where I'm like, yo, no, I really like this dude. And I'm, I'm like, I hope he, aside from the stuff, getting in trouble outside of the studio. Mm. Aside from that, like, I hope he doesn't, like, burn out in terms yeah, of... Yeah, I hope he doesn't you know, burn out. And this is, like, the quickest good. way to burn out. Like, just like Beyonce was saying, people don't make albums anymore. Like, they just drop all these little singles or whatever, and then they burn out, and then they drop another one and whatever, whatever. And even, even the quality of projects, like, even the way they do songs is, like, their songs are mad short, if you notice. Mm-hmm. We don't get three to four minute songs anymore. We get one to two minute songs. And those are supposed to be snippets, like, and then the you other know what I'm thing, saying? The features, so it's like, yeah. you're already giving us half a song, and then you're just throwing a bunch of singles together, hoping it comes out in a sort of cohesive concept or mm-hmm. cohesive project and then it doesn't work out and then you're like oh i thought my fans loved me or whatever but it's like you got to take time to develop these things and i understand most artists they don't want to be substantive you know they don't want to talk about some serious stuff or talk about you know really what's going on in their lives but i think at a certain point at a certain point with artists who we feel like they're like superstars i think at some point we do want you to talk about the things that you're going through and hear something other than you partying or you spending money or you messing with all these guys or messing with all these girls. Like sometimes we do want you to switch it up every once in a while, Mm -hmm. or at least have one song dedicated to what's really happening. And I think that was good about the album Kirk. Like Kirk was way better than this album, but he just needs to like spread it out or something or just like, and I think that's what he was trying to do, I think, because of Kirk. And, like, Kirk was really heavy, and he was talking about losing his father and all that stuff. And I feel like I guess he wanted to come back with this, you know, and, and change it up. You know, oh, yeah, I'm out here, you know. I'm back out here on my bullshit, you know. I'm out here sleeping and, 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 and creeping and, and shagging and dragging and whatever else we doing out here, you know, spending money. Yeah. And then we can't really go nowhere anyway because pandemic. So, you know, like, he was he was just, that. that's where he was at, like. It was. I feel like it was just having fun with it. But to your point about the other stuff, the the other thing features are have changed a little bit in their the way they're executed too. Because it's like you'll throw somebody on a feature, and if the song's three minutes, it's like two minutes and thirty seconds of you, and then the yeah. last thirty seconds is the feature, and then that's the end of the song. And it's like it's yo, I hate it's that. not like it. Like you can tell they probably sent it to them and be like, hey, put your thing on here, and then send it back, as opposed to, like, we're in the studio together. And, like, you know, it's a balance. Like, oh, you know, you get a minute of me and a minute of them, and it's back and forth. Like, somebody's... And that's not necessarily a bad thing, because sometimes it still works, but it's I, I've noticed that with a lot of these features that, like, oh... Like, even the Roddy Rich song, I liked it, but it was it was the same thing. It was like, oh, I'm waiting to hear, the, I'm waiting to hear Roddy. Like, where, where is he at? Where is he at? Oh, there he is. Like, you know, it's, it's interesting. But, I mean, still good song, you know. And some people are better on features than their own music. Not the baby, per se, but, like, other people. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, that, that's what that was. But, um, yeah, they, they were out here. They were doing their thing. I mean, it was a decent album. It was a decent album. Definitely decent album. Would I check it out again? I don't know. But on moving, you know, maybe like, when I'm walking or something, maybe I do a workout and put turn it on. And maybe that nasty song would grow on me. But when I first heard it, I was like, 
expected more. Uh, the song with uh, Ashanti and um, Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, uh, also, yeah. It was also the quality, too. I don't know what it was, but it was something different about their voices. I don't know if it was like, I don't know, he has a different type of mastering on it or whatever it is. But um, See, that's my thing. See, I, I don't have the ear that you have, so I didn't even catch that. Like, when you were, the things you were catching, like, that. that's that musical ear. I'm trying to tell y'all, yo. No, but it's just little things I'm learning about, about like, um, like mixing and mastering uh, music. And I can tell when an artist changes their studios or changes their engineers or whatever, because you can hear it. Like if it sounds airy, if it sounds like they're recording in a bathroom, like you can tell the difference between that or if they're recording that soundproof room or whatever. And I'm not saying it was terrible quality. I'm just saying it, it sounded way different from, um, Kirk and his other projects, so he probably recorded it somewhere else, or like, because I could tell it was mixed and mastered, but it just wasn't the same type of production quality that I was used to coming from him. That part, yeah, I could tell that part too, just because in the time that I've spent doing this show, like when I move from room to room, you can tell the the sound is different, and Mm -hmm. I and I so so that part I could. I'm gonna go back and listen to it now, just because you said that. Because listen to like listen to a track from Kirk, and then immediate don't listen to anything else, and then listen to something on his new album. I promise you, you can hear like a smidge of a difference. Right, right. Then yeah, that's but you definitely... can tell. But people don't know sound bounces off of walls certain different. things and walls and stuff. So like that's why people record in soundproof rooms. Mm-hmm. I need to get you should be one. able to clap in a soundproof room and just hear that one clap. It shouldn't right. be echoing or anything like that. Like, Dang, I didn't hear any echo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's just little stuff like that. But, um, And I'm not trying to judge him too harshly because, you know, who knows what he's going through at the end of the day. You know, right. artists are human beings, and we, we really are super harsh on them with our criticisms of them we don't know what they're going through you know what i'm saying like now some of them deserve it yeah if they keep doing the same dumb stuff then some of them really deserve it yeah but um we're not gonna throw any names out there <clears throat> nba <clears throat> <laughs> but um yeah some no, of them some of them like... just get themselves into stuff and it's just like yeah but and then the, and then the other thing like like we said he he's playing around with the pandemic so like he has the yeah. mask on the cover art, so there's a chance he's probably sitting in his house, just like the rest of us. And the he only could thing use is, the excuse, come on, y'all, this, is, this isn't this is something like a real album. This was just something to play around with, because you look at the art cover. Like, it could be like that could for be the that. next couple of days. Yeah. So it was like, who knows his initial agenda intention for dropping this type of project like we don't we don't know right why he dropped something like this it could have been just for fun like yes that's for, just what it was for him this could be his way to make money you know most people are doing pyramid schemes <clears throat> sorry uh you know he's out here dropping albums you know <laughs> you know so i can't i can't even lie i try to invest in like one but it's like when you're broke you really <laughs> you're just trying to get some money man and it's like when you're vulnerable people just sit you with yeah, you can make some real money. And you're like, bro, I know this is a scam, but I'm going to try anyways. And they really, just just to keep it this, they really changed the shape as if we didn't see it's a 3D flattened image of a pyramid. You know? These people think we're dumb, and most of them are, because they're doing it. But anyway, <laughs> the point is, 
he probably this is probably his moneymaker. This was something he did because you know we stuck in the house, so like some people are out here doing deliveries, some people are out here doing forex, some people are doing Ponzi's. His thing is dropping a playful album. I can't even remember how long it was. Like it was less than forty five minutes, right? Yeah. Then yeah, it was really short. So technically, it would be considered an EP, I guess. You're in the gospel like that, right? So, um, you know, Kiara Kiki Shear dropped a uh, project this week, too. Oh, I forgot to check that out. Yeah, no, I I checked it out. Like, I forgot about it at first, but then, like, a friend of mine was talking about it on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, wait, that was this week. And she's like, yeah, check it out. And I'm like, all right. So I was on my way to the store yesterday and just popped it in. And, man, that woman can sing. Just, just like her, just like her mother, just like her aunties, <laughs> the Clark sisters, like she can sing just as well as any of them, you know. It just runs in the family. I feel like their whole family is just naturally talented. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people are kind of still brand new to her. Just like they think, like, oh, you know, this movie and this is kind of her thing. But like, no, she's been putting music out. It's yeah. just, it's more spread out. Like, her last album she dropped was in 2015. So, which I was like, yeah, it, I felt like it had been a minute since I'd heard some new Kiki. But, it, and it had been, because it's, it's been five years. So, this was her first album. Like, full album in five yeah. years. So And it, it was good. It was, she had Missy Elliott on there. Like, the first, the, the intro, right off the bat, had Missy Elliott in it. Bro, now I definitely got it. <laughs> like, yeah. We gotta check it out. Like, Missy really is a chameleon for her. You know, and I mean, it would make sense because Missy was part of the production for the Clark Sisters movie, which Kiara was obviously in. So that on top of, like, yeah, (laughs) Missy Elliott in the intro, like, and then she went into the regular old-fashioned praise and worship and then, you know, had some upbeat tracks. Like, it, it had everything that you expect in a good gospel album, so. Yeah, I definitely gotta check it out. You know. That that was good. And speaking of checking things out, what you been up to in the studios, if anything? Oh snap! So like that you that you that you feel comfortable talking about. I was about to say. Um, so I have a couple projects already written up. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I'm trying to work on completing this EP, uh, the Love EP. Um, I have a single that I'm trying to put out, but of course, like social distancing is like preventing me from doing that because, you know, my engineer's, uh, like, in a different part of PG. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I have the, that stuff coming up, and then I'm working on, like, they said Highs and Lows was an album. I don't care what no one calls it anymore. It was supposed to be a big save, but anyways. Um, I'm working on, like, my first album as well while I'm working on um, the EP. Mm-hmm. So I have just a bunch of stuff to do, and I have a bunch of features to get done as well. So I've just been working on that, like, doing what I can, but also respecting the rules and, like, right. you know, the laws of social distancing. Now, if you go down to Florida and everything's open now, then... No, I'm playing. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, Florida um, needs to get... Yeah, don't do that. Florida needs to get... <laughs> Right, Jesus be a oh sense gosh. all around the people. He's to listening. get it together. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to close out with some more division because dude, dude was just. Play, still pray for you. 
Still pray for you. Oh, still pray for you. That song was lit. I wonder which Greeks are going to be the first to scroll to this. It's probably going to be the Kappas. Everything is all about you, got it. My circle been looking more like a dot these days. Can't get my real family in the same room. And all these brand new people act like family reunion. I was my doll the other day. I took away. And I don't try to hide the pain. I just look away. Every day I'm pulling strings. It's pulling names. No, you don't look at me the same. But I want you to know I have I don't get how I missed this one. I don't remember this one. I must have been doing something. they pay for like samples still and stuff. Dang, I wish we could have gotten Grace on here. I know, I wanted to hear what she thought about the album. Yeah, but sooner or later, it's going to be all three of us. We're going to get on here. We're going to ratchet it up. On one of these episodes later, but yeah, this is this is cool though. This was cool. Shout out to shout out to shout out to Lil Key for showing up hey. a third time. Three is the charm. Just remember that number three. Play uh, by play. Play by play out here. But we gotta wrap this up, and we're gonna see y'all when we see y'all. So good looking out, y'all. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs> Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.